What are you Yeah, doing? that was one. I know the SLS. It was $780, bro. We was living in the SLS, bro. Oh, you tripping. Are you putting cereal in your shoes? Yeah, I'm hungry. All right. Should we, start, oh, should we ask for... No. Don't do that. Don't do that, bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Bro, you just burnt 20 bands, bro. That's all my smoking fees. That's why I smoke everywhere. Nigga gonna put some cereal and milk in some... $30,000, First of all, pills, why would you use oat milk? Who cares? <laughs> oh, you tripping, bro. How's it taste? Like cereal. <laughs> and a shoe. <laughs> Y'all are no, sick ass couple, Y'all freaky for eating cereal out of shoes, bro. Y'all freaky. Then wait, tell the story about you telling Tori what a Blumpkin was. Didn't she call you? Oh yeah, so Tori didn't know what a Blumpkin was, so I used to be just telling her like, time for my midday Blumpkin. And she used to be like, she just thought it was just giving hair. Wait, 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 wait. She didn't know what Who here does not know what a Blumpkin is? Yo, Marcos, Marcos definitely don't know what a Blumpkin is. All right, well, comment down below if you... You know, know what I mean. Hey, We're not going to explain it. Let's leave the mystery going. Yeah. What's the over-under that Rick Ross knows what a Blumpkin is? I think he knows. I don't think he knows. I think that's like... Bro, I learned all this shit in white schools, bro. Yeah, I don't think he'll know. This is this is like our generation. Bro, this is new. I think Rick Ross knows what a Blumpkin is. I think Rick Ross has Once you tell him what it is, he's like, oh, uh, yes, uh, he needs to put it in his next song. <laughs> I, I should, I'll tell him I'll give him a million dollars if he puts Blumpkin in his next song. <laughs> That's a good deal. That's a great deal. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back uh, to another episode of BS with Jake Paul. This is the fourth ever episode. Man, uh, we've been vibing the past couple of weeks, and today we have on a very, very special guest. A Miami legend, uh, the biggest boss. Oh, hey, shout out, little Haiti. Rick Ross uh, is pulling up, so we're we're excited, man. We've had some awesome guests on this show. Shout out to all the guests who have been on. And speaking of the guests that have been on, that have been on. If you haven't seen the episode with Tyreek Hill, he said that his go-to line when he DMs girls is, "Don't forget about me." What's your go-to DM like, or, or how you how you approach a girl? My main pickup line is, um, what do I say? I'd be like, don't forget about me. Okay. And, and, and that's all I got to say. <laughs> Look at this, bro. DMs Julia, don't forget about me. Seven hours after we filmed, it was like 7 a.m. the next morning. You a silly guy. Tyreek, you dirty dog. No, but <laughs> at first I was thinking he was like trying to be funny and I was like, okay, maybe he's funny. But then he unsent it. Yeah. And oh. I don't know if you realized, think... it made it weird when he unsent the message. Yeah, why you, why you, why you unsend it? Come on, bro. Yeah, why you that, what does that mean? How does this affect LeBron's legacy? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I really don't. Tyreek. It's all good, bro. I think it's I think it's hilarious. Maybe maybe he just did it to get a laugh out of it. At seven a.m., who's laughing at deciding? First of all, who's sliding in DMs that early in the morning? Like, what is going nah, on? He woke up in the morning. Would <laughs> you do me? <laughs> I've just like never seen something like so bold like that. Yeah, that's that, crazy. Don't forget about me. He literally used his line too. What he said that he like his go-to line. It's actually it's actually fucking hilarious though. That's crazy. <laughs>
Lord, Julia, what's happening? What's happening, man? Appreciate you. Santa, salute to the crowd over there. Yes, sir. It's a fly-ass crowd, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> They're ready. They're you know excited. Nah, we've been having fun, man. We appreciate you pulling up. It's too easy, man. I'm happy to be here. This is a beautiful setup right here. Yeah, we, bro, we got a better. This is my new company we just launched. Congratulations. And thank you, bro. We're, we're really excited, so. Yeah, we're, we're pushing it hard, doing the best we can. CEO Joey Levy in the building. Joey Levy. Let's go. Yes, Let's go, but it's good, man. It's been awesome. We're Miami-based, so a lot of good stuff to come, man. That's a beautiful thing. We on the water, too, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Star Island. Star Island. Bro, I've been, I've been out there, and all of the fucking tour boats come by. And they're like, this is Jake Paul's house for the day. What oh, you made it. You made it. You made it. You made it. When you, when you fucking do that, you fucking made it. He was pranking them. We had Johnny out there. Jake would fake slap him and push him in the water. And yeah. everyone's filming on their phones they were freaking like, out. Oh my God. They're fucking great. fighting. They're yeah. drunk. <laughs> They're drunk. <laughs> this is great. Man, so like, you, got the, you got the bumbo. You got the Bel Air. Yeah, yeah, the bamboo, man. This is the rum. You know, this is a, a great way to start the morning on some smooth, chill shit. So I love, I love it, it bro. Man, we was gonna start the show with a tequila shot. We might have to start it with a bamboo. Yeah, yeah. Or let's mix it. Call it the Funky Cold Medina. Say no. 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 Say but if I were to guess, you're like sitting on a couple hundred million dollars in these alcohol companies. That's insane. I'm gonna keep it real. It's it's it's, it's huge business. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but the love it, the, the love is really the sport. It's really the game. It's really growing up right over here on the beach and us getting in the club like when Prince owned the club right on Washington. We you know once you pay to get in that motherfucker, you ain't have no change really. So you just sitting around watching the bottles go by. That's where I get the alias Rosé from. I'm like, what kind of bottle that is? Oh, that's the Rosé. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to get some Rosé, you know what I'm saying? But um, So now we just, we out here in the streets. It's big, though. It's popping. No, it's crazy. I like what you said it's about, it's about the love and the, and the passion yeah, 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 of, like, yeah. building it. Right, it, because, you know, the big homie Brett Barish, the one who built it, established it and all that, that's just me. Having my first record running around in New York, running in the DJ Clue, getting that black bottle. You know what I'm saying? I'm a young artist, so it was just a special moment, and I remember that party. And I saw I woke up the next morning in the hotel like, Clue, what was that we was drinking? Because I really wasn't even tripping. I just knew the next morning the vibe felt so good. So I said, that's finna be, that's my... That's the poster child right there for Rosé, that black bottle. And so when I met Brett Barish, the CEO, man, he was a cool motherfucker, so it was like we was on go. And y'all just made it happen and built yeah. it from ground up. Yeah, yeah, but because, you know, he created Ace of Spades. He already, you know, a winner, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, yeah, he created Ace of Spades, and so when I ran into him, you know, that was new, and I was like, yo, I am Rosé, you feel me? And, yeah. yo, and so I just took off running. That's fine. No, it's, and you, this is your book, Perfect Day to Boss Up. Perfect Day to Boss Up. Amazon Times bestseller. Amazon, and New think, York Times bestseller as well. I these think, smell good. Were you holding these? Oh, man. They smell, they smell, I think they smell like you. Mm. No, would, you ever change, would you ever change your name to Rick Rose? Wow. I don't know. Why um, not? You, know, you never know. Rick Rose Ross. 
It's a middle name. So you got that you got that manipulative touch right yeah, now. Yeah, you got this. Yeah, she is very manipulative. Oh, I, I, I can tell you got a lot to do. I know. I got oh, you, by the way, her last name is technically Rose. It's Rose. But it could be Rose. It could be Rose. If you just put a little asterisk. I ain't gonna lie, that bamboo, that actually tastes like candy. Oh no, it's a vibe. Oh man. Much love, much love. I think. Take another shot, we'll just go ahead and toast it. Yeah, I need one too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might as well. Yeah, we might as well post something. The crowd look cool. What time for the fucking crowd? Give Problem Child a shot glass. Y'all, the crowd. That's the crowd. Got to take the crowd with us. Yeah, pour, 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 pour me up one, man. I got you. Fresh shot. I got you. You're right there. I got you. Yeah, so I was watching the uh, interview you did with Wiz, with Lil Wayne, Wiz, Khaled. Man, you was talking about the alcohol. So did you bring them into Cheers. into your company, Cheers. or did you? How did, how did that work? Really, it was just one of those organic vibes. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, Wayne, Wiz, Khaled, they was already repping the brands as well. And that was just something Brett just fine-tuned mm -hmm. and sat down with the homies and they was with it. Yeah. You know, so whenever you get four legends like, you know, Wayne is just, you know, a special motherfucker to, you know, mm -hmm. the whole culture, the whole game. And so this is what he really repped, that bamboo and, you know, Khaled. He one of one, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Wiz is big boy, he loved that gin. Yeah, so he that did the McQueen. McQueen. Yeah, he did the McQueen, that gin. He loved them shots and yeah. all that shit, doing karate <laughs> kicks and all that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy. I actually, me and Julia are both members at the gym in LA. He trained out of Unbreakable, where he be doing the kickboxing shit, so big love to Wiz, that's like my big bro. Oh no, that's I did my... beat him at, we have um, Friday competitions and who can hold the squat the longest, a wall squat, I beat him. You beat Wiz? I did. Damn. He tried. He tried competing with me. Couldn't. Couldn't hang. I was. I was I bragging think, all day. I think he might have spared you. No. We <laughs> can run it back nice. right now. It might have been some cool flirt shit. But look. <laughs> but look. Nah, Damn. Nah. Wiz was flirting with. Ju <laughs> No, bro, everyone's been trying to DM her, bro. I gotta deal with this shit. No. Everyone, bro, and I be telling them. I be telling people. Is not to it, DM her. No, no. And then they DM her. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it like that. No, no, he's... Okay. We it's just, almost giving them, like, bait. You tell them, don't do I it. I guess I didn't tell anyone not to, but I just made it clear that we're going to make fun of you if you DM her on this show. Like, we're going to expose you, and then they still do it. Our last guest, he told them the story of someone DMing me, and then he literally got off And he got off and the, the show and DM'd it. <laughs> he DM'd it right off the show. And you know him. Do I? What's his name? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> that's, that's a good friend of mine. Great friend of mine. Don't forget about no, him. Nah, I got you. <laughs> nah, I don't even, I'm not even mad. I think it's hilarious. Who's you might have just today? done it just yeah, to be you, funny. Yeah, you got to enjoy it. No, it's, it, it, cool it's guy. funny. Do you get crazy DMs? A lot of times. What's the craziest DM you've gotten? Well, I think right now it's, it's one chick that she's been DMing me for maybe nine months. Okay. And it got to a point where she told me, you're just wasting your time blocking me. And after so long, I told her, you're right. I'll never block you again. <laughs> because she, she keeps coming back and she told what? me, we're in a relationship. <laughs> Psychedelically. <laughs> wait, what do you, wait, what did she say to you? Just hey, like what is Oh, she... no, no, it's just, it's a little bit of everything. It gets explicit. It gets Some titty pics? Intelligent. I'm telling Little pink pics. They said she right here in the crowd over there, covering her face. She just ducked up yeah. behind her on the second row. She hiding. It's her. I told you that fucking crowd. <laughs> I told you that fucking crowd. 
I told you. Oh, there she go right there. There she go. There she go. Head down. Come on, Caroline. How you doing? It is you. Like Can a few you months be honest ago. to yeah. everyone in my story? Yes. How long have you been stalking me? <laughs> okay, You're like, amazing. You're it's amazing. It's like six months. No, it's three years. Okay. <laughs> right. That's crazy. I have a, I have a someone in my DMs, and oh, I kind of. Yeah? Who is it? Yeah. I, no, it's. It, I don't even think. I don't know if it's a girl or a guy, but it says. I seen it like every other day or whatever. It pops up and it says like day nine hundred and eighty six of Jake not replying. Every and this kid and this kid up. has been going for like almost three years now. Wow! Just one DM a day, trying to get me to reply, and I'm just waiting until the day where I reply. What day would you get? To I don't know. I just want to see how dedicated he really is. <laughs> Day one million. You gonna hit him up one day and be like, why'd you stop? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he be like, no. As soon as he stopped, that's when you'll follow him. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Because I, I appreciate the effort, but I'm just trying to see how far and how dedicated they actually are. Why he gonna not? comment on this video too. All right, who, just to take it back, who is the hottest female athlete? This is the sports show, and I feel like I need to ask you who's the hottest female athlete out there for you. Mm. Right now? Yeah. Shout out to BG, free BG. I'm gonna go back to Serena, even though for some reason in my mind I could see baby girl that, you know, um, ran in the Olympics. Yeah, Shakara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like her sure. her personality. Oh, she's super cool. Yeah, yeah. she's lit. She's super cool. Smoke she, one with yeah, you. Yeah, 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 you she's super mean? cool. I, I, I most definitely can rock with her, yeah. No, I, I uh, have so much respect for the Williams sisters after watching the King Richard movie. Yeah, that I shit is it. insane. I see. Like it. everything that they went through, their dad. Yeah, they hustle was impeccable. Yeah, it's it's such a good story. What 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 do you say to someone like we were talking about it earlier, like enjoying the journey? Right. I think everyone gets focused on like the jewelry, the Lamborghinis, the lifestyle, the club. They see all the you know the great things, but they don't realize that they need to fall in love with the journey to reach the destination. That's the only way it'll happen for you. And that's cool if you use the jewelry and the cars as motivation when you're on that third mile, when you're pushing yourself those last yeah. 40 seconds and I'm gonna break the time, this is gonna be the best time. that it, whatever, whatever it takes to fuel that fire, you do that. But you gotta make sure, you gotta embrace that groundwork. You gotta embrace those small steps that it takes to get right to the here. top. Yeah, I said empires are built brick by brick. Brick by brick, you better believe it. Every single day counts, every minute counts, every second counts because you, it adds up. You, you better believe it. To get them 10,000 hours. You better believe it. You better believe it. And I'm, a, I'm one of those people that every, every path I cross, every person I run across, I just let them know this shit is real. You can do it, homie. Yeah. Separate okay. yourself from everybody else in the room. Yeah, I mean, I've been in those pro locker rooms, and uh, and when we when we listen to Rose before the game, we banging Rick Ross before the game because the shit you preach is so important, it's so right. powerful. It's like let's fucking lock in. Let's let's win. Let's win. Let's win. Let's sacrifice it all to win. Let's make history. We won't even remember the small talk. We only gonna remember what's in the books. These books. Yeah. That's what I'm talking real. about. That's what I'm talking about. For, for real, people people don't remember every single thing, but they remember how you made them feel, and they remember certain moments. But it's more so like, if you say someone's name, what do you immediately think of? Mm. You know, and that and that's 
the shit that people remember. And so when they say Rick Ross, what's the first thing you think of? Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's the first thing. <laughs> Hey, can we can we see can we see who who does the best Rick Ross? Let's take a vote. What? No, you do not. You think you got the best? I'll let you go first. Go first. Go ahead. All right, ready? Go. So sophisticated. Oh! What do you give that? One out of ten. That was a three. That was mid. That was mid. Wait, maybe he needs a shot of the. Andre's song go Andre on your album. Right. This is special. That was, a, that was a nice tweak on the tone, you know what I mean? But that might have been a four. You know? <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? Julia, I want to hear yours. No, not that a three and a four. Do it, do it. <laughs> what? Derek. 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 You got this, Derek. Come on, Derek. Come on, Derek. Yeah, come on, Derek. Yeah, come on the camera. Come on. Come on, on the show. Come on, Derek. Come on the show. Derek's our so one of our social and team you editors. And you got on the Miami jersey. The Miami jersey's dope. You did it earlier when he wasn't here. When he wasn't here, you did it earlier. He's so nervous. All right, here we go. That was the two of my friends. I swear. I feel like this is American. I I I got this. Have you ever made love to the woman of your dreams in a room full of money out in London and she screams? Now I'm a, that was a 3.5. I oh. No one's no one's breaking a five. Do you meditate every day? Like, how do you remain just so like your aura is just so calming and like, what do you do to like keep this? I'm gonna be honest. It's the gas I be smoking. Man, look, man, I had this Kush factory over here, that. but they didn't want to let me roll it you up. You feel me? You feel me? That's Hold that. Up. You know what I'm saying? That's that psychedelic yoga. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's that Rose Chillo. I just, I just love, you know, because I do a lot of things. I love to do, I love to remain busy. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I find a way to enjoy it. I don't wake up and say, damn, I'm finna go check the homie. Nah, we finna go see the homie. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a skill. That's a skill to like wake up and enjoy like a heavy workload and. That's how you get the best out of yourself. Yeah. yeah you gotta really shit. work on that. Gotta wake up and let it. Yeah, shit. yeah, you gotta work on that. And you're not just going, that's not where you're gonna be right now, of course, for everybody watching, but that's the goal. That's the goal when you're getting up six in the morning to do what you love to do, you're gonna be unstoppable. Fall in love with the process. That's one of our teams saying. Every morning. Every morning? Yeah. What time do you go to sleep? Sometimes 3 a.m. But 6 a.m. every single morning. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I sleep with. No drapes on the window. So soon as the sun start rising. <laughs> What's Rick Ross's like morning routine? What do you wake up? Oh uh, man, I wake up. I'm either grabbing my phone or the split first. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Yeah. I'm stro strolling through the text and seeing what wires hit. You know what okay. I mean? Which wires I need to <laughs> follow up on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smoking nice. the spliff, you know what I mean? And if we're gonna keep it all the way uncut, you know, I love the shit good in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Wait, speaking Fair. of shit, um, yeah. we have a. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we have a bet going on. What's the bet? A side bet. Uh, do, you, do you know what a. Do you, you, do you know what a blumpkin is? 
Never heard of it. Oh. Let's go. Oh. But I bet you we got one though. No. But I bet you we got one though. I, I bet you we got wow. one though. A blumpkin. It's our generation. It's definitely a newer generation. It, so it's. I guess I'll explain it now to the viewers because we left them in mystery. But it's you get a blowjob while you're taking a shit. <laughs> right off the top, I don't think I'm gonna experiment with the blumpkin. Yeah. I'm a, I'm just, I don't think it's possible. I'm just like I don't know how what you. you mean? Like, because I don't get how you would do oh, I'm that. No, I'm, I'm, when, when you say it's possible, I'm thinking it's something that you've already No, I done. don't think it's possible. Okay, like, so you've never tried this, no, no, the no, blumpkin. No, no, no. I, no, I, I would tried. never try it. No, I never tried Okay, okay. I'm, yeah, I, I've that's, never tried I thought that. I would, okay. Never. Nah, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> Just if you think about it. It's definitely possible, bro. It's a thing. It's definitely possible, most definitely. It's just... Is that something that you, you know? <laughs> it might not be the vibe, but. Nah, I don't, Rose, I'll pass on the blunt. <laughs> so after after the morning routine, so you take a shit, and then then where does it go from there? Oh, the phones get lit up. Boom, The right phones away. get lit up. I send my mom a text, morning glory, with a bunch of the stars. I love that. You beautiful, gorgeous one, and then, <laughs> That's and then awesome. everything else fall in line after that. And if I don't have any calls to make, I make up calls to make, text to make, send out. That's a, bro, that's such a, that's a good point. I think this part of the show is like to inspire hustlers, uh, the next generation of athletes, or really entrepreneurs. I feel like we talk about a, a lot of business on this show. Big business. Um, but, so, that's a good point you brought up because whenever I have a clear schedule, you know, I could just sit there and do whatever I want, but right. no. Whenever the clear schedule, that's when I start to work on the future right. and the next shit. And Without I start to literally create stuff and create ideas in my mind. And I just get busy with whatever it is that I want to like manifest. My imagination starts coming up with crazy shit. And so it's just like if you have a there's never a clear day. But right. just because you don't have a certain amount of meetings, it's like you said, if there's no calls, you'll start to make calls. Let's make, let's make calls. And a lot of times I ask myself. Uh, as an entrepreneur, as a boss, are you someone who answered the phone on the first ring or the third? Do you watch your phone ring? That's something I worked on for a long time. I would get a lot of calls and I would let calls go by, but nah, you letting the, the, the business stack up on you. Yeah. You gotta stay ahead of the business. So I'm one of those ones, if I gave you instructions or asked you to call, call me. I you're, think, gonna, you're gonna see if a motherfucker really gonna call you. And not only that, I wanna stay on top of the business. Let's address it. If you a boss, let's show everybody you a boss. Let's not run from the pressure. Dude. You got 30 phone calls today. Let's handle all 30. I think that's a good point that all of this is a practice. Like you have to practice to be a better entrepreneur. You have to practice to be a CEO. And I think a lot of people are afraid of failure and embarrassing themselves. Uh, but I learned the most amount from failure. I, I had to go through so many terrible businesses. Of course. You know, going bankrupt and of doing course. all types of crazy shit to then skyrocket from there. And taking off, that's what comes with, you gotta roll the dice. If you won't bet on yourself, how could you expect someone else to? You gotta roll the dice, you gotta bet on yourself. What was one of your biggest failures you think that people don't know about? Oh man, it's just, I done took so many L's. 
just writing music for other people for, for a decade, but was it really a loss or was it a stepping stone? Yeah. Because it most definitely got me in the room next to Kanye back when his beats was, <laughs> couldn't have been 5K. You know what I mean? Yeah. Young dude. We were young dudes. Yeah. Just trying to get on, get in the room with the artists that had budgets. Do you ever miss those days? I love I love them. I think about them all, all the time. time. Yeah, all the it's time. The all yeah. the time. Like, when, when Kanye told you that your verse wasn't as good as it could be. <laughs> it was one of those things that, you know, uh, I don't believe ever happened. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We in the studio. I'm in the studio. We're in Hawaii. I see Nicki Minaj through a one room. Mike Dean sitting with me right here. I got you know just everybody. And this before I'm up on technology. You know Kanye got shit all on the doors. No Twitter. No Instagram. No. That I'm like, what the fuck is Instagram? <laughs> it was just one of them things. You know, at that time I was writing verses in 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I wrote a quick verse, came back, and he was like, yo, man, fucking Rick Ross I know could go deeper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at yo. the veins in this thing. You mean this shit, you feel me? Yeah. Let me go back and just touch this vibe up again. Yeah. And I went back and came back, played it, and he was like, this is it. Boom. What do, you, yeah. what do you do if you ever hit like writer's block? Have you hit those points where you're just like, how do you, what gets you inspired and like keeps you going? Honestly, I don't believe I ever had writer's block. I think the only thing I've ever really dealt with was me not liking the track. Like, yo, this shit whack, man. Do you think it always, right. do you ever reach a point, like, I feel like most musicians, at least ones I've talked to, they always think it could be better. How do you decide, like, okay, like, it's ready? Well, for me, once it feel right, once it feel right, once I approach it, we cut the music on and the vibe on and I'm feeling good. It's, it's just gonna come it's to me. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. And once I record it, I'm gonna be like, yo, this is it. And uh, so I've never really felt like I've had writer's block. I was just to a you point where like, yo, this shit whack. And yeah. then they tell me, yo, they got 200K for you to do it. And I'll be like, fuck it, it's okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your first record deal was with Jay-Z. And he's such an icon and, and a legend. What's, what's he like? like behind the scenes, like working with him. What's that Jay, experience? Jay, man, is super, uh, just a super real motherfucker. Let's get straight to the point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was the first motherfucker ever took me to Philippe Chow. And I remember we was in Manhattan and we went to Philippe Chow and you know, it was just basically one of those things. What's your goals? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you got a hit record. I hear your album, the album dope, but really what do you want out of the game? <clears throat> And I was like, shit, I'm 10 toes in. I'm really finna go all out. I'm really finna enjoy the ride. I really enjoy making the music. It was almost one of them things, you just came to get some quick money and you, you going in. And I'm like, shit, I got my second album finished now. And he was like, shit, let me hear it next week. I played it next week, boom, got through the first track. It was just one of them things, let's go. Did his uh, like business sense and you know he wanted to branch out beyond rap did that inspire you at all to create like Wingstop for example right right like I love bro she's the biggest Wingstop fan <laughs> hey, I'll go to LA he'll FaceTime me and he's like what are you eating I'm like salad and I'm like eating Wingstop <laughs> he's like you're definitely eating Wingstop she's a keeper man no I know <laughs> yeah, <she's a> <laughs> if she eats Wingstop keep her <laughs> but but answering your question anybody saying any artist that's saying Jay-Z didn't influence from his generation down wouldn't be honest. Yeah. Jay most definitely get, took the game to another level business standpoint. 
we already know what he's capable of, music-wise, lyrical-wise, but also the entrepreneurship. I mean, he's one of he's one of my inspirations too. Like, ironically enough, I strive to be sort of like the Jay Z of this generation because there's really no celebrity right now that has a business sense and that's why i'm into venture capital that's why we launched better you know i I understand a to z how to build a brand how to you know expand everything i got my most valuable promotion signing amanda serrano ashton silve um and i want to help other influencers because i see them struggling even even like younger celebrities they could just be doing so much more from a business sense and when you speak of that, we got a boss up conference coming. And that's what it's about putting younger dudes with much more capital, less experience, but much more capital than any other generation before. Yeah. Putting them in a the room together, let's share the wisdom, let's share the knowledge, let's share our platforms. Yeah. Let's go to that next level. Yeah, because I even learned from on your podcast. When you was talking to Khaled, like he was a break dancer, he was a DJ, he was on the scene going crazy, and right, right, right. And and y'all got into the rooms, and y'all, when y'all got to these certain points, that was the journey, that was the grind, right? But then when y'all got to a certain level, y'all got to the room and reconnected, and put these amazing plays together. So it's and that, and to me, that's what it's about. You creating a brotherhood or a team within yourself. You don't have to wear the same uniform, but we the team. It's certain things that I know you the best at, and I'm going to present that to you. It's great things that boom, 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 and that's what we do. And that's what the networking is all about. No, and that's what I love. And I see that's needed from this younger generation of sort of even rappers, athletes. It's needed right now. Without a doubt. We're we're too, there's a lot of people like, just too competitive, and people need to come together. And I think... The problem right now is like a lack of trust in someone to be the North Star and like guide them because no one's really done it yet. So I think once people see like what I can accomplish with this company and everything that I've done in the sport of boxing, I think they'll be like, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll trust Jake and I'll, oh, let, I'll, let, I'll let him advise me and help me out. And that's what I want to do is spread that influence and and knowledge. They bring Jake the bag. <laughs> they gonna <laughs> drop the bag in Jake lap on, and man. say, Jake, give us another better. To me, it's like. <laughs> One time for better. <laughs> Come on the fucking crowd, let's go. Let's go. go. <laughs> so is your, your house that you live in, is Evander Holyfield's old house? Right, the the promised land. The promised yeah, land. Yeah, the promised I land. Love one, it. Yeah, one of my cribs is the former crib of Evander Holyfield, which he spent twenty five million building. That's the craziest crib I've ever seen. Insane. I did see his post about the promised land zoo or something with lions or tigers. Is that true? Are you getting real? a lion? What it is is, you know, I was inquiring about lions, and I had, you know, some family in Senegal reach out and say. We got the Cubs and the Lions, but I'm gonna be honest, I'm afraid of the Lions. <laughs> no, everybody damn. that's watching, I love the animals, and I'm not afraid to say it right here first. I'm better. I'm afraid of the Lions. So, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, you're gonna Tyson's, build that connection, and then it's gonna get to a point where you gotta, you know what I mean? You Mike go, Tyson's lion ripped. Yo, his yo, yo. Let me. I'm gonna just tell oh, you something. <clears throat> Quick story. Meek Mill brought NBA Youngboy over to the promised land one night. 
NBA young boy had a, a, a small cat. I'm not sure what the if it felt like a little tiger. Okay. <laughs> if it looks like a tiger. Okay. Some kind of way it ended up at the promised land. Okay. Small tiger. I liked it, the tiger. The tiger liked it, me. It's NBA young boys tiger. I went out of town for two weeks, came back, fed the tiger. Noticed the tiger nails were a little sharp. <laughs> no problem. I like the tiger. The tiger likes me. Go out of town, come back two weeks later. The tiger fucking nails are fucking out of, it's out of control. Everybody's scared to feed the fucking tiger. What do you feel? Now it's a tiger, for real. It's, this shit is, it's yeah. growing. It's growing. It's, every time I come back, it's different. I, it, yo. Where's our tiger? Yo, Fuck no. And, and I'm just like, yo, I tried, yo, Meek Mill, NBA young boy, when are you coming to get the tiger? Yo, come pick this up. I'm scared to feed the tiger at this point, the tiger's gonna starve. Long story short, we we we, we You figured um, it out. This is our new tiger. We just got a little noodle. Uh noodle. 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 Little butter noodle. Like ramen noodle. I love I love animals. I love animals. I, I love animals. I love, I love all kind of animals, but the tigers, when they're small, I love them. But once they, they start growing. Two, yeah, two months, I believe I may have kept the, the little tiger maybe two months, and then we had to make some changes. Yeah, that's a, that's a slippery slope. Yeah. You never know when they're going to turn on you. Uh, Same with men. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> I'm innocent until proven guilty. That's right. I'm with. I'm with. I'm oh, with. That's what I'm saying. Proving the court of law. What like just speaking about the house and the promised land. Right. You have the like. You gotta have some crazy stories in this house. I got house. beautiful stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like what's one of the? You got the biggest pool in the country. Biggest pool, residential pool in the country. Yeah, possibly in the Pe world. People be fucking in that pool. I'm sure some things went on in that pool. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I gotta be real. Keep it a hundred. Yeah, yeah, I done had parties, and two days later, bitches were stumbling from out of rooms on the, <laughs> on the, on the West Wing, and we like. Yo, that happened to me. Like, what the fuck? What, that's Calabasas, that's Calabasas two yeah, years ago, three yo, years like, ago. So that done happened, you know, we got the indoor basketball court, the indoor bowling alley, the indoor swimming pool. So once the parties start, my parties are, are special parties. And, that happened to us, so. We had this Project X party. It, it's coined as the greatest party LA has ever seen. I like that. And uh, I can't miss the next one. There was 3,000 people, dirt bikes in the front yard doing backflips. We had like machines, fire, cryo guns, mariachi bands, a boxing Charles ring. Saw. We had a boxing ring. People were sparring in the middle of the party. Oh, I would have loved that. The bitches that was hating. Oh man, ball. fight. Oh yeah. Bro, it was a crazy that was my, that's my specialty. Ever. They know. Everybody watching this video, they know I was a referee in there. I had that shit going crazy. But literally, we wake up the next morning and there's, first of all, the floor was like duct tape <laughs> because of how sticky and like all the spills. It was like walking on duct right, tape. Right, like, right, right, right. <laughs> that was a great party. Great party. And then, I walk outside, I'm still like, I'm still drunk, actually. And I walk outside and there's a helicopter like circling over the house. And we ended up on the news like, Jake Paul throws crazy party. And I, I literally on the news looking up at the helicopter <laughs> like this, like. In the days. Yeah, and then people start coming out of the, literally out of the grass. 
<laughs> literally out of nowhere in the bushes, like zombies. We, that's what we started. Good calling. party. We created, we created a team. They called the LA Zombies. We got a lot of females that's on that team, man. LA Zombies. One know time for are. the no, no, no. One time for the the Georgia and the Florida Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Now we caught a Florida Gators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one time for that. The zombies make the party. Right? Yeah, we need zombies yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they the reason that the condoms are found, found all in the side of the Man, house. Zombie nation. Zombie what's nation. We appreciate y'all. Who do you think has the craziest girls? Oh, that's a good ass. Them LA zombies is crazy, but mm. the Miami zombies. Yeah, yeah. I would say. New Orleans, Louisiana, Texas, oh. Baltimore. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. DC, Baltimore. DC and Baltimore. I was going to say, I'm going to be honest. Miami bitches are legendary. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Where did that where did that story come from when you were in London in a room full of money and she screamed? That was just one of those after you've been on tour. You got that garbage bag full of back ends. You know those clubs, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you right off the stage. Right yeah, yeah, you, you don't even want to count it yet. It's just, it's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. No 20s allowed. Only 50s and 100s, no 20s. The bag heavy, you know what I mean? It's a beautiful sport. Could and you we make it beautiful. We make it beautiful. We don't stop. It's a lot of people that had these same opportunities that's not in these same positions, so don't play yourself. You got to capitalize on every fucking moment, every second. You can't leave no money on the table, guys. Can't leave no money on the table. You let that money walk in and out your office over 10 years, how much money done walked away? The door of opportunity closes fast. You got to strike while it's there. That motherfucker may advantage. never open again. Exactly. Never open that, again. And one door leads to another. That shit might be locked. That, that's what I tell people. Um, there was this like security guard in this mall who was like contemplating whether or not he should let his brother be a rapper. And his brother was like 15 or 16. He was like, well, what if he doesn't make it? I said, well, first of all, he should try. And second of all, if he doesn't make it, maybe he ends up being a producer. Maybe he ends up being an engineer. Maybe he learns so much about the music game that he becomes a music manager. And if that's really his passion and that's what he loves, then why hold him back? Why not let him figure it out for himself? That's what I would have asked him. What if he does make it? What if he has somebody that supported him, unlike yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Does he love it? Does he believe in himself? Because when you bullshit, you're only fucking yourself. Everybody else could walk away from you. Yep. If you just kicking the shit, talking shit, bullshitting, you only hurt yourself. Yep. Character is who you are when yeah, no one is watching. As soon as you fall on your face, everybody could walk away from you. Before the dust settles, poof, face first. Hold on, that's my question for athletes. What's the biggest sign of your athleticism, if I'm saying that right, if you understand what I'm trying to say? Is it the mean. 40? Is it running the 40? Is it the seven minute I plank? Got, I got Is the it answer. The, okay, I need the answer you from you. Can you fucking perform in the heat of the fucking That's moment? What it is. Anyone can be good in practice. It's them lights. Anyone, and anyone could run a 40. Anyone could run a 40. You could jump, but can, can you fucking catch the ball, Super Bowl, 
Hail Mary. That's facts. Game time performance. The Can lights. you? I won't challenge lights. that. I accept that. Will you fucking perform when it's time? Fuck your 4140. Fuck Literally. your nine-minute plank you do Literally. at your grandmother's house <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> Fuck that plank. Will you fucking bring the belt home? You see these That's lights? what I'm saying. Is you gonna show up on the lights? Is you gonna show up? Game time player, baby. You either got it or you don't. I'm with it. You either a champion or you not. That's a lot of people, they, they, weight room, they weight room warriors. Yep. So they, that's what we used to call them. Weight room warriors. I, I, call, I call them mitt warriors. Oh, man, they, they ain't that bitch going crazy. Ah, Game time time, they like, this ain't him. They're like, what's up? Ah, they doing 225, 80 times. Ah, <laughs> they get under the lights, they like this. Softer than a motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> mitt warriors. The, the guys who are good on the mitts, they do all this shit with their- ah, You suck. You suck. I'm knocking you out, I'm knocking you out, and I'm knocking you out. Sit. Hold up. This for the Jake fans. Who we knocking out next, Jake, and what date? Man, it's kind of exclusive. But, and the it's reason kind of I gotta exclusive. ask you this is because we seen some shit going on. People been backing out. Yeah, we talked about it. We yep. talked about it. Yep. But what we want to know and what the fans want to know, is this shit real? Is okay. this just fear? Is these excuses, these motherfuckers coming up with legitimate? It's fear. It's fear. That's all we want to know. It's fear, bro. Is it fear or is that, it legitimate? All right, so I'll put it this way. Last year, the most- You know they want to see you fight. I'm not cutting you off. No. I want you to know they want to see you fight. You know this shit real. So last year, the number one viewed video on Sports Center's Instagram was me knocking out Tyron Woodley. That is Shit a, went legendary. That is a fact. You humiliated, so, homie. Wherever humiliated. he at right now, wherever Tyron Woodley at right now, and Tyron, don't take this wrong. That shit went everywhere. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Listen, Tyron Willie, his attitude after was so cleansing. He, he was it, actually bro. he accepted it. I seen bro. I was walking out the locker room after shit. I seen Yo, bro in the tunnel. Wrong. You wrong. I see, <laughs> you just said cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh no! I walked out. The, I walked out and I seen bro in the. Oh, I seen bro in the hallway man. after. He was nice to me and everything, bro. It was cleansing. It was good for him. It was like a. Cleansing? <laughs> nah, that's bad. It was a, it was a release. He needed that. Something oh like my God, a release! <laughs> Listen, man. That's bad. That's one of the forces behind the fear. Yep. Because it's going to be extremely highly viewed. Yep. Yeah. Nate Robinson still can't leave his house. I can't breathe. Nate Robinson still can't like, getting babe. gas and people are like laughing at him. So, so that's where we going. We finna bring up Nate Robinson too. Okay, guys, let's pull up the Nate Robinson meme. Let's pull up the Tyrone Woodley meme. And guys, please don't take this personal. We just looking at the people who fucking tapped out. <laughs> and all we want to know is. The last fighter who came up with the excuse, the visas or some shit. Visas, not making weight. It's a whole plethora right. of shit. It's sad. It's bad for him. Man, it's, back, it's back to being a but sparring partner. But you gave partner. him the opportunity. I tried. I, I'm, I'm a Even some last guy, not to cut you off, that was talking about no paycheck. That's what I want to ask you about. If Rick Ross was your business partner, do you think I would allow you to fight for no paycheck? Oh, how I KSI. said I would fight KSI for free? Right. 
Bro, for me, this is not about the money. Him personally. Me I'm being him. your business partner, my, do my, you think Rose no, would you let his let business partner, let Jake me. Paul, fight for free no. to prove <laughs> a point to fucking who? I would not allow it. To, for history. For history. For me knocking out this bitch-ass motherfucker who talk all this shit, and the only way he would fight me is if he made all the money, I'm gonna do it because I'm- I don't a, agree. Bro, okay, all right, but look, I'm a, okay, I'll make 20 million off the fight. Guess what, like, Jake Paul is not worth 20 million. I'm worth a billion. So I don't give a fuck about 20 million. For me to cement my name in the history books as one of the craziest, most psychotic fighters ever, he was willing to fight this guy on 20 days notice for free when he could have made 20, 30 million. It's personal. That's legendary. It's personal. He, he no. got a personal. He got personal. It's personal with KSI. I need you now. I gotta depend on you. We can't let him do that. <laughs> nah, yeah. I don't like my no brother. We're not gonna let him do that. My yeah. brother texted me and was like, "Why would you do that for we free? Not That's gonna stupid you, as fuck." We not gonna let you do that. That's Rose sitting here. Better. We gonna have a conversation off camera. We not gonna allow that. <laughs> well, it already passed. He already declined yeah, the scared. offer. He, he to declined the free he, offer? Yes! I'm telling you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He already declined it because he's scared. He's so on. now, I, I, the only way I was going to fight him for free. I smell pussy. <laughs> Whoa. Fighting for free and you still ain't take the bag. He said hey, I have, a, I have a question for you. It could be a miss, but KSI, the guy. Right. Uh, he he's hit up every fucking artist in their A and R for features. Did did he did your A and R ever get hit up to do a feature with him? We did get hit up to do a collab. <laughs> we did. Tell him you only do a collab with him if he puts the word Blumpkin in his song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told you she's a manipulator. You gotta be safe. You gotta be, you gotta be safe. She's a keeper. I'm scared. Jake, she's a keeper. I know. She's I on know, your side. And I'm sure I she the one told you to do the mohawk. The proposed <laughs> mohawk is dope. Yeah, Thank you, crazy. bro. I think I'm, I definitely invented that. Nah, he stole that from me. I Let me see the back. It, it's the avatar. It's the avatar. This is this is the insider info, uh, and this was three years ago. Everyone who hung out with KSI that was also friends with me and my brother, they were like, "Yo, if you guys hung out, you would all be friends." And because like they're like you guys are exactly alike, and sure enough, my brother and KSI now are friends. But the insider info is that like off camera, they think our personalities and like our vibe is like exactly the same. So it's crazy how he's my enemy, but it's crazy how your enemy is probably one of the people that are most alike you. Yeah. And I think that's where the like where it comes from, right? The competitive aspect. I'm going to be honest, the weed I smoked, it helped me listen to everything you just said. <laughs> but it was a cloud. <laughs> it was a cloud. And that's guess how, what? Every day. The only thing that was important to me is I'm just listening to make sure we could do conduct great business. And that's what's important. I like that. We can conduct like great that. business. Mm -hmm. So KSI, you left the money on the table. You took an L. He admitted he took an L. He did. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's coming from Rosé. You took an L. Now, KSI, find a way to get it back on the table. Yeah. Come on, guys. That's for all the fighters out there. You got to be, you got to have some value and bring something to the table. Because I've never seen a fighter 
asking to knock out more fuck motherfuckers than Jake right now. And you motherfuckers are really falling. And I understand. Let's put up the uh the Woodley meme right now. And let's put up the Nate Robinson, Ben Askren, give. I can roll the clip of me saying the day before the fight, I said, Nate Robinson's kids, please oh don't watch this fight. Roll the clip. Nate's kids, if you're watching, please don't watch the fight. I don't want to I don't want to embarrass your dad in front of you. Please, Nate's kids, don't watch the fight. I'm going to be honest. The photographer that took that photo that went everywhere of Nate, that changed his life as well. Yeah. <laughs> so the, whatever yeah. the photographer's at. <laughs> Good I know you got a new crib. I know, I know some shit really changed because, yo, and, and I'm going to be honest, me and Nate cool. I ain't speak to Nate after that. Yo, Nate, I fuck with you, homie. Nah, me and him are cool too. I, I DM'd him after the fight. Who's your favorite boxer of all time? David Benavidez. He's not popular and he should be because everyone's scared to fight him. Every big name fighter, he's a 168 pounder and every one in his weight class, which is Canelo. Canelo's scared to fight him. Charlo's scared to fight him. And, I, and I'm boys with Charlo. And if he's such a great mm -hmm. fighter, why haven't I ever heard of him? Because no one who has a big name is willing to get into the ring with him. Because they're like, why is he gonna end my career and get the clout off of it? And by the way, he's not that good at social media. That's his downfall. Like, he's not good at branding. He doesn't come from that world. What's his record? Like 24-0. Like almost all knockouts. Like What's his nickname? Knockouts. Nightmare? What's his nickname? Uh, L, L Bandit. The translation, it means like, yeah, like the badass or some shit in Spanish. <laughs> but uh, bro is like so powerful, so skillful. Relentless pressure. Uh, Where's fucking, he from? He's from Arizona. U.S. Yeah, but but he's a Spanish Mexican, um, just a fucking animal. And Canelo, oh, the the big conversation in boxing right now is why won't Canelo fight him? It's apparent, like he knows he'll lose. Like, Canelo the, is a the, motherfucker now, and he's afraid of David Benavidez. I'm gonna do my homework on David Benavidez. If you just watch him fight, he's gonna become your favorite fighter. This guy is a fucking animal like he has he has a video on the internet of a 30 punch combination he goes like this boom and then knocks the guy out it's literally 27 punches in like six seconds yeah i want to see that gangster i gotta see that shout out david benavidez who's your first fighter you plan on signing we got amanda serrano um superstar and then we have Ashton Silve, who's like a young prospect, 8-0. Yeah, Floyd was trying to grab him. And then Jake yeah, Floyd tried him. to sign Ashton. And then Jake Probably. wouldn't grab him. Yeah, we, we, we sued him. I mean, MVP is the best place to be with, like, humbly. Like, mm -hmm. we'll get you out there more than anyone else. But um, other than that, we're sort of slow rolling it, man. Like, we don't want to – we're not – a lot of promoters sign 300 fighters and then they make a little bit amount of money from each one of them. And then one of them after become. becomes a star. Our goal is everyone we sign will become a star. It's yeah. not about quantity, it's about quality. And that's what we focus on.
Speaking of athlete, what's your favorite team? You, you like you like Miami the Dolphins. Dolphins? Okay, Woo. let's go. Basketball. I caught a touchdown pass today from two. Miami Heat. Let's go. Hey, what would you do? Baseball. What, wait, wait, wait. What would you What would you do if with Tyler Hero in this trade situation that's going on? Ooh. What trade situation? Where where they're maybe thinking about trading him for Kevin Durant and some first round picks. What I would do is find a way to keep Tyler Hero and get Kevin Durant. I like that. I like that. That's what a boss would do. Yes, and sir. if I know, and if I know Pat Riley, and if I know La Spostra Nostra, Eric Spostra. <laughs> Eric, shout out Eric. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. La Spostra Nostra. Yeah. We all La Spostra Nostra. Um, we find a way to keep the legends. Hero, a young legend. Yep. I believe in a young homie. Kevin Durant, that might might be that one piece of the puzzle we missing to take it all. And not only for one season, but for the next three. Yeah. Let's go. Three and back to the Miami Miami. Dolphins. Y'all know it's a bet going on right now. You bet 100K on the Miami Dolphins winning the Super Bowl. A payout, I believe, is 3.6. What you think? I think we about to go put that in. Jake, go drop that off. Come on. I I see some hate over in the crowd. (laughs) I see some hate over in the crowd. But look, I think it's a great bet. Anybody watching, I think it's a great bet. Why? It's not really a dominant team out there. It's not the Patriots what it was five years ago. And what the Miami Dolphins got right now with Tua Waddle and Tyreek Hill. It could be a spark. It could be a spark. That's a good odds for a Super Bowl right there. 100K for 3.5. Yeah, and I believe if we bet the mill, it may pay us 20s or 36. Yeah, that's crazy. You want to go in on it together? I mean, man, you could go half on it just for no reason. (laughs) 36 I, I don't feel confident about it. You should. He was at their practice. Today. Yeah. He was the at their practice. It's the Miami Dolphins. It's Tua. It's Waddle. It's Tyreek. Fuck the hill. Now that they're, I guess, I guess I don't have an understanding. Like I can't speak because I haven't seen any other teams practice. So there's nothing to compare them to. Yeah. Let's roll the dice. Let's roll the dice. Let's roll the dice. Where's the Maybe dice? Maybe we'll put up that honey cake. <laughs> oh, we got the dice? <laughs> Let's go. We got the dice? If it, oh. la- if it lands, all right, all right. If it lands, if it lands on, a, on a four, we're putting a million on the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl. You want to roll it or should I? If it lands on a four or a six. Come on, give us a number. A four or a six. We gotta put a We gotta have at least, yeah. You got two dice. You gotta shake them up. Yeah, I'm gonna go half with you. I'm going half. Let's go. First and foremost, I believe in the Dolphins. Yeah. I'm telling you. We ain't just throwing no money. No, I I believe in. I seen Tyreek's work ethic. I've seen his DMs. Insane. Wait a second. Wait a second. I seen them corners try to guard him. Come on, come on. Let's make a toast to this bamboo. Let's make a toast. Let me get one more. Let's make a toast. Cheers. This is a great business. This is a great business venture, guys. It's for the Dolphins. For the Dolphins. Let's go. Cheers. Cheers. That clink. It's a four. It's a four. Shit. One time for the Miami Dolphins. Let's go. One time for the Miami Dolphins. Hey, that's how we're going to end the episode. <laughs> episode four, we're putting a million dollars on the Dolphins. We're putting a million dollars on the Miami Dolphins. Rick Ross. To win the Super Bowl. Rick Ross in the building. Get your Bel Air. 
Get your book. Get your books. Get your wing stop. Make sure and, and, stop and, and, playing and, and, with and us. And tell me this one question. How do they watch better? What do they tune into? How Bro, do they subscribe? Yes with Jake Paul every week. So download the demo of better. Pull up. It's been a movie. Go this get y'all Bel Air, man. Celebrate man, tonight. Go man. get y'all Bel Air. We put our bets on the Miami Dolphins. Let's go. We win. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.